three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm, I'm Asher. Um, I thought to just reach out to you um, to meet somebody else that's heavily involved with the uh, the Panda Planner like yourself and to just see how it is you got interested in it, um, why you found value in it, and kind of more about yourself, who you are as a person. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I've never done anything like this. So I'm like, Oh, you're fine. We're just, I mean, <laughs> we're just, we're just having a conversation. I, I mainly wanted to just, um, meet you and other people that have used the Panda Planner because, um, in doing this podcasting thing, I started it last year or the year before last. And my whole point to doing the podcast was just having conversations with um, everyday people, people I've either worked with, people I'm just meeting for the first time like yourself, and just seeing um, what your life is like, what are the things you enjoy, what are the things you take pride in, things like that. And um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been fun. And um, Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, uh, well, I, I found the planner like three years ago, um, maybe going on four now. Um, but I, I really, you know, like I had told you, I, um, I go through so many planners. I I can never find one that just had everything I needed and, you know, could adjust to like, to me, to what I wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I found it. I really don't remember. It might've been Facebook or some link that popped up, but, um, what I really liked was because I read about um, the the maker of it, the founder, um, Michael Leap, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he had Lyme disease. And that was one of, among other things, that was one of the things that kind of led him to making the planner. And uh, I also have dealt with it and have long term effects from it. And uh, I thought, wow, if it if it helped him and he created it, knowing what you need, then, you know, maybe it'll help. <laughs> and uh, right. I, I have not looked back. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I get so much more done now in a day than I ever have. Awesome. It's, it's pretty weird. <laughs> so, so so I guess what when you heard his story, I guess was it just that much more compelling to you because it was it was something that you were dealing with yourself? Yeah, yeah. Cause it's um my my memory and um, you know, other brain things have been issues with with having the Lyme. So I I have to write everything down. I, mm-hmm. I I can't, you know, I mean, our appointment, I wrote down like 12 different places, because, especially because I'm not, um, you know, I grew up in New Jersey. So even though I've lived here in Arkansas for three years, mm-hmm. um, the time difference still messes me up because gotcha. everybody I talk to is from New Jersey or, you know, somewhere on the East Coast. So, you know, even with that, I always have to remind myself, you know, that it's 10 o'clock here and it's yeah. 11 for you. So, you know, but um, yeah, things like that. And there's, there's space in the Panda, you know, you can you can write everything down. So there's no yeah. excuse to forget something anymore. Yeah. That's true. I, I mean, um, one of the, the experiences I, I had in the past, like I, I started about the same time um, a friend introduced it to me. 
as a mm-hmm. good tool to just bring things together. And I liked how it was structured with um, starting the day with gratitude and um, being able to write out affirmations, daily affirmations, have a, a daily focus, which is one thing you can focus on for a whole month. And um, yeah. like, of course, being able to have a planner that's either task oriented or just writing down what you're going to do by the hour. Um, I found that very, very helpful at the time because I was trying to balance a lot of things with work. But then after a while, I guess I either got tired of it or I it kind of started to lose like that initial excitement. Is that something you, you had to deal with over the years? Um, yes and no. Um, I do get bored easily with the same monotonous thing over and over. Um, mm-hmm. But what I did to, to kind of get over that, um, I mean, because they have so many, you know, they have the classic, the weekly, the, you know, the pro, different sizes, different layouts. And mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, I bought them all um, <laughs> because, you know, sometimes I wanted to do something different. And I mean, I wasn't constantly back and forth, but with the fact that, you know, a lot of them are, are undated. Mm-hmm. So I could use one for two months, you know, and then I could switch. And um, for me, the weekly I think was the best because I really need that overview um, but also too another thing is that you know you could dress it up you know with the if you're a highlighter person or different color pens or stickers or you know and you don't have to do it every day or every week I mean I sometimes I was in the mood you know and I had the time and I mess around with it and make it look all pretty and you know <laughs> try to be all positive but then other weeks it was just like black pens you know scratched all over the place you know and um so there's a lot of ways to kind of make it adjust and uh you know just just help you every week you know to kind of conform to whatever you're feeling so you know that's a great point um because that that's kind of where i got into i I think i i went at it pretty strong and i i got the like the the standard small notebook Um, Mm -hmm. oh i thought i had it right next to me (laughs) but um, I was just writing in black pen and after a while it, it, it did get dull. But once I put it down and came back to it later, um, I did I never switched the planners, which I, I think, like you said, that'd probably be a great idea. But then I started using colors and sticky notes and things and try to like liven it up a little bit. Um, yeah, because it, it's like whatever you, you do, even if it's like creating a good habit, it can get mundane after a while unless you, you find a way to switch it up. So, uh, yeah, how? How is it, I guess, from the time you discovered it to getting more involved, how has this um, changed your life or improved your life? Oh, I can't even tell you. <laughs> it's, um, it's I, I just get so many things done. And the fact that, you know, you have the win section at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, when I plan my day, I I look forward to that, you know, to, to writing out, like, what did I do today? What did I achieve? So mm-hmm. it actually almost pushes me to do things that maybe I would have put off. And I'm a pretty big procrastinator. (laughs) So, you know, phone calls and things that kind of just take up a lot of time. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't, you know, I I don't have to do it today. I could do it tomorrow. But the fact that I want to check that off and I want to feel that accomplishment, you know, it pushes me to do it. And it's, it's not overnight and it's not every day. I mean, some days you know, something might come up with work or, you know, whatever. Right. And that, that I think is very important because a lot of people feel like they're failing at mm-hmm. it. If, right. 
they're not filling it out or they're not checking off their things. And there's always tomorrow, you know, you don't have to do everything today, you know? And that's another thing it taught me was how to efficiently plan because I would write out a list Mm -hmm. every day and every day I would check off maybe two things out of 20, you know, and then rewrite the next 18 the next day. And you know why? Like write down what you know you can do and you'll feel like you accomplished it, you know, because if you're writing down three things and you're doing them all, that's, that's a win, you know? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, if you don't finish them, it's okay. You know, a lot of people get down on themselves about that. I've noticed and they don't have to because it's, it's not like that. (laughs) We have time. (laughs) Right. That's that's a great point that you make because uh, I guess, again, to that same, to that same point, um, my story aligns exactly with that because I got so into the habit of doing it every day that when I stopped doing it, I was like, Ugh. like I missed a day, but it's, it's, and then when I, when I kind of got over that, it was like, okay, I missed a day or like the things went, but then um, sometimes I would just open up the planner, like you said, just to fill in the wind column, just to say like, Hey, here's what I learned today. And then maybe here's something I can do different for tomorrow. So that like, um, I would have something to to look at and have something to um, just, be appreciative of or just be be grateful for and um yeah 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 it's very it's it's very important to not beat yourself up you know it's um you know especially i mean i i I see how it's a little more difficult if you have the dated one you know because there it is staring you in the face you know that you didn't do it but a lot of things um like i think it was um the classic or the pro um that i had and if i would miss a day i would actually go back and use that as like a journal day instead and mm-hmm. fill in all the boxes of what did I do today, you know, right. or, you know, or maybe I did nothing and I was lazy and that's okay too, you know, <laughs> right. we can be lazy, we're allowed, you know, <laughs> right. so, the, uh, go ahead. no, 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 I just, it's, it's just great. It's, um, you know, the, the happiness level has increased and I've, I've, um, I've had major depression my whole life. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, this was one of the things that really helped pull me out of it because, um, positive thinking, you know, it's not a bunch of like new age fluff. I mean, it's, it's actually scientifically proven it does work and it doesn't mean like we're not all going to be positive a hundred percent of the time you know Mm -hmm. but learning to find good things and look on the bright side it really makes a huge difference in somebody's life so you know it helps it helps with that i think yeah i i agree because um to your point not beating yourself up it it definitely helps to have that positive thinking, but also the positive action of writing it down and being able to reinforce it. And it's like you can quickly um, defeat yourself by kind of downplaying what it is that you've done so far. I guess from your from your ability to think positively, like what activities have you started to pursue more so in, in in your life or have you set out any new goals this this year? Oh yeah, yeah. It's um it really helps with the planning of the goals. I mean for sure. Cause I yeah. have I used to kind of just have goals, you know, <laughs> at some point in the future I was gonna do these things. And now I'm, 
you know, I bought the business one, uh, the venture, mm-hmm. and that helps with the, you know, it's the three month for the business. And I bought that planned out some business goals of, you know, mm-hmm. I want to make this amount of money. I want to do these things, you know, and um, I don't really have too much control in my line of work because, I mean, I get what I get as far as work mm-hmm. goes. But, you know, but it's nice to kind of put that down on paper and say, like, this is, this is what I want. You know, right. um, I, I study metaphysics, so I plan, you know, this is the day I want to finish this degree. And, you know, I tried last year. It didn't, it didn't work. But, <laughs> you know, but I don't think yeah. last year worked for a lot of people. So I don't right, feel so right. bad, <laughs> gotcha. you know, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, um, gosh, I've, I've come up with goals. I didn't even know I wanted, you know, mm. just, just to have something to look forward to and, and accomplish, you know, gotcha. How, how'd you come up with, with metaphysics? Is that something you've been like, you've been looking at for a while or yeah, I um, I've I've always been on the the more spiritual side of of things, um, and I found. I was kind of just lost, to be honest. I just was, you know, aimlessly bounding through life and, you know, one thing to the next. And um, like I said, the the depression was very, you know, it was I, I was only getting out of bed because other people needed something, you know, right. it, it wasn't even for me at that point. Um, but right around the time that I found the Panda Planner, mm-hmm. um, I also found the University of Metaphysical Sciences in California. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I could I could do that you know and finish that and um you know hopefully that's the aspiring spiritual life coach that i think yeah. i mentioned okay. um yeah so that's you know that's where i'm headed with that but gotcha. um you know and that's why i buy the the yearly planner because mm-hmm. i can't do three months or one month or six months maybe you know because they do have some six month ones but i need like the year where i can just plan everything because mm. you know i look very far into the future <laughs> which right I don't know if that's a good thing, but I try, you know, so yeah. I can plan everything out. So, you know, but it helps keep you on track with that because there's a lot of classes. And then on top of work, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things to do. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, would you, so I guess in, we, we don't have to, I guess, reference the, the planners so much. I know that that was like the, the start of the conversation, but um, kind of in that case where you, you're looking at your looking at your whole year and making the effort to plan it out with um, trying to pursue this this degree, getting the certification to become um, licensed so that you can pursue that as a profession and looking at your current job and what you're trying to do there. Did you find it? Um, did you have like, how was your time in, in navigating um, not only the year as you planned it, but I guess what turned out to be the year of 2020 as many people came to know it? <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm sorry. Can you ask me that one more time? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I know that even when I was saying it, I was like, man, that, that sounds like a long, <laughs> no, no. A long My brain question. Just, it, it doesn't no, follow sometimes. So it, it's like in your attempt to plan out your whole year versus just a few months out of time, mm-hmm. um, what were some of the benefits that you found along the way, despite the challenges of 2020? Okay. Um, well, 
with how crappy uh, the year was, it was nice to have things that I could still manage to accomplish. Um, so planning out, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very lucky and very grateful that um, most of the things I do are within the confines of my home. So I wasn't as negatively affected as a lot of people, um, which, you know, really helps. I mean, I actually ended up doing more things than I probably would have done otherwise, because what is there to do but read and, you know, <laughs> drink wine and, you know, so it did it, in a way um, it kind of helped in, mm -hmm. in that sense. Um, also, too, because it kind of makes you realize what you are grateful for, because mm -hmm. I'm pretty grateful to restaurants I've learned, you know, yeah. and when they're not there, it's pretty sad. You know, um, my husband's a chef, so, you know, mm -hmm. he, he was pretty he, he was affected. Um, I mean, but, um, you know, it, it really helps to to just have things to still look forward to, even with how crappy everything was. Um, right. You know, I was still accomplishing things, even if it was taking longer than I wanted it to. But, you know, it's mm -hmm. nice to check things off and say, I did this, you right. know. That's a great point. And I guess, um, how did I say, grateful we're here having this conversation. The, oh, um, yeah. I, I know for on my end, um, in starting the podcast towards the end of 2019, going into 2020, things kind of picked up, picked up very quickly. And before I knew it, it was like trying to manage if I was going to be able to put out an episode weekly to um, starting a new job to then having to work from home and then having things kind of shut down. And then what I did as the opposite of what you're saying was go from counting things to do little by little to kind of pulling back and not trying to do anything at all. And I was just like, well, everything seems to be going crazy. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to fall back and watch <laughs> things play out. But um, thankfully being able to communicate with family and friends and being encouraged to do an activity here and there, I can look back and say, well, it wasn't a complete waste because now I'm here again recording in 2021, the first episode of the new year. And um, that I think that's huge. And I'm very grateful that you said yes to this interview. And yes, well, um, I'm, I'm grateful that you asked. <laughs> yeah. And just just to that point, I, I guess it, it helps to like it helps to try to do something because it's like if you don't if you if you take away your um your your ability or like your your drive, if you if you kind of sit in depression, because I, I know that's something you mentioned and that that's something that I kind of I, I went through. And also it's something a lot of people deal with, especially now where the things yeah. you want to do, they're not available to you. So it's like you can you can dwell on them or you can stop looking for something else to do as an alternative. And, and that really you don't notice it at first, but it quickly gnaws at you. And sometimes you might just be counting the days or counting the minutes and then days turn into weeks and months. But like, of course, being able to find something like this tool to eventually meet someone like yourself and just see that um, thinking in alignment, thinking, um, having similar experiences, and then seeing what comes as a result of that by taking action and also seeking out other people that are um, looking for better results and also working towards something, something, um, a goal that they have out there. And then yeah. be, being able to write it down, I think, it just brings it a little bit closer and 
it makes it maybe a lot a little bit less daunting yeah yeah i think so it's um it's nice to see what you want to do you know like you said in writing because once once you've written it down you know that's the hardest part is making the decision to do it so you know and um you know it's i don't think anybody should let anything get in the way of what they want to do what they want to do not what other people want them to do but Mm. you know if they have a goal in mind one thing i've learned is you don't have to live the life you're living you can live any life you want you know it's um I'm trying to think how to how to really put it. Um, well, what what's the way that you've done it for yourself? Um, well, I in my first marriage, I mm. it was not good, <laughs> um, and at the time, while while I was in it for six years, seven years, give or take, um, mm-hmm. I uh, I thought, this is it. This is my life. You know, I'm married. Um, it's not good. It's abusive, you know, mm-hmm. but that's it. I mean, you know, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't think of another life other than the one I was in. And one morning I woke up, I literally just woke up and said, this doesn't have to be my life anymore. You know, it, it doesn't have to be. I don't want this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm rejecting this. Right. And um and then we got divorced and I moved on. <laughs> yeah. You know? And um I'm sorry, my dogs are freaking out. No, you're uh, fine. But um you know, so it's, and it's not an easy road, you know, for whatever it is. Um, but I think a lot of times we get stuck in our comfort zone, you know, even if it's not a good situation, um, we just get stuck there and we don't really see the way out. And I think it's, it's important to think, you know, if I read a quote somewhere recently and it was, if, if nobody else's opinion mattered, what would you do? You know, cause I think a lot of times we're very concerned with, you know, in the case of a marriage, it's, well, what are people going to think if I get divorced, you know, maybe, you know, that these families are against divorce, you know, um, you know, there's always a reason and it always comes down to somebody else and their opinion of it. And right. if it didn't matter, what would you do? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, of course I take into consideration, you know, opinions of my, my husband now and, you know, but, um, you know, if I want to do something that I think is going to better my life, my happiness, our life, you know, mm-hmm. together, um, I'm going to do it. <laughs> there's, right. there's not much that's going to stop me, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's important for people to get out of their comfort zone yeah. and just do what they want, what makes them happy. Well said. I think <laughs> I, I like how you, you pointed out that you're like, in order for you to like move away from a bad marriage to get into like one, getting out of the situation and then getting yourself in a, in a better situation, at least better than it was. It's like, you have to, I think, consider your own opinion. Think about what it is that that's going to work for you, work best for you. And now once you figure it out, what worked best for you then you could include somebody else and then you could work on what's best for the both of you but all the while you're not you're not neglecting yourself and you're not ignoring you're in the situation you're having to deal with the decision and the outcomes of the decisions yeah yeah absolutely because um you know and and it's tough um it's tough i've i've seen it firsthand you know from people that are very very close to me that i 
love um, that are in very, very bad situations. And I, I see I see them stuck because mm-hmm. that's what they're used to. You right. know, they might be used to struggling or they're used to bouncing from house to house or they're used to, you know, and, and it hurts me because I want to help, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, sometimes people just have to learn for themselves, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and they do, you know, they will. And, and that's yeah. fine. Everybody learns. It took me, you know, years to come to the conclusion, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's um, and I'm not by any means um, the smartest person. <laughs> so, you know, I don't pretend to be. I'm not, you know, um, but I just hope that, you know, one day I can help people to, uh, right. you know, find what makes them happy and move forward from there. Because I think happiness is uh, it's pretty important. <laughs> What was it? Um, was it is it more difficult for you to not help somebody that you see going through that those types of situations or or maybe I should ask it a different way. Um, was there a time when you would rush to always help somebody that you'd see kind of struggling or in a bad mood? And now you've kind of moved away from that. And if yeah. there was like, what was that transition like? Um. Ooh, it was tough. Um, <laughs> you know, as growing up and 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 early twenties, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, people. People would come and ask, you know, ask me for help, friends and, and family, and I was always I was always there, you know, right on board, trying to help them. And I couldn't even help myself at that point, but I was trying to help them, you know. Um, and I got older, and I would then kind of try. I, I would try to help them, even if they didn't ask, um, you know, because I might see like something that I thought would help. Um, but I learned that, you know, if they're not ready, um, there's no point, you know? Um, so it's probably actually only in the last few years that I've sort of stepped back and said, you know, if you want help, you know, I'm here, you know, come to me, but, um, you know, it's, if you don't ask, I'm not, I'm not jumping in after you. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, my, my one friend, I even offered her, I offered her to come and live with me rent free mm-hmm. with a job offer, you know, with uh, my husband was going to get her a job and she has kids. I told her, bring the kids, you know, everything. And, um, and she didn't do it. And I was shocked because I thought this is your way out. This is what you've been, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But now, you know, I came to understand like it's what she's used to, you know, and she's just not ready to move forward yet. Right. And, and that's, that's fine. You know, like I said, everybody moves at a different pace and we all have our lessons to learn mm-hmm. um and there's there's some lesson that um you know the universe hasn't taught her yet <laughs> you know yeah. that she's in the process of so you know that's fine you know but but i'm here if anybody needs me i'm here even people i don't like i'm still here <laughs> you know i'm here for that's them big. you know i try yeah. to i i think it's it goes hand in hand with the positivity is you have to i want to work to be a good person you know um i haven't always been there's things that i've done that are not you know that were not good um mm-hmm. i mean nothing you know huge but you know there's yeah. things we've all done things that right. maybe we're right. not proud of and um you know, but I strive every day to try to be, you know, a good person. <laughs> so, so, you know. I guess what what was that the thing or um, do you remember the the event or moment that kind of led you to um, start taking care of yourself first? I guess a lot of people have the analogy to like put the, the mask on your face first if you're on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I do. I do. I do know when it when it really hit me was um, I was on a lot of medications for depression. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at one point I was up to like four of them at one time. And uh, this was right around the time I decided that, you know, I needed to be divorced. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. um, because I told myself this this isn't what I want. Uh, You know, I can't um, I couldn't do anything at that point. I couldn't work. I couldn't you know, I was just like a zombie just going through life. And uh, I asked my doctor, I said, you know, I want to get off these. And I weaned myself off really, really slow. And it it took probably about two months to, to get completely off of them. And um, I don't know how much longer for them to get out of the system. But once they were, it was like I just had like an awakening of, you know, this is me. This is who I am. I'm not that person who's been on, you know, antidepressants for 15 years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I have nothing against medication. I there are people that need it, and they right. you know should be on it, and they should take it, and they should listen to their doctors. But mm-hmm. for me, um, I think it was more um, environment rather than anything else. And I think once I changed the environment yeah. and I started doing things for myself, that uh, you know the medications I, I didn't need them anymore. Gotcha. So you know I think that was a really huge moment where I just sort of you know became I came into my own if you well you know as they say i guess um i'm curious did did you start doing anything for yourself before you asked your doctor like hey i want to get off of these medications or was it so bad at that point to where you noticed you weren't taking care of yourself that 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 prompted the question i think it was more that um yeah because i just um i just sort of listened to everybody else and you know, I couldn't make a de- I was at a point that I couldn't make a decision for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't just make a sandwich if I wanted right. to. I mean, I literally had to call people, you know, like, well, my husband, you know, at yeah. the time. And, you know, it was, can I do this? Like, can I, you know, and, um, and to be honest to the, to this day, sometimes I still kind of revert back a little bit, but then like, especially with purchases, because money was a very, very big issue. Um, Mm. and I was not, I was forbidden from buying anything that I wanted, you know, if it Mm. wasn't paying bills, I couldn't spend the money. So even now, if I, if I put something in my cart on Amazon and I'll kind of stare at it for a week, you know, Mm. I'll be like, should I do it? Should I? ask somebody should i you know (laughs) but then i do it you know and i feel good about it (laughs) that's good you know even if it's useless (laughs) which it usually is but yeah but then you can return it exactly (laughs) (laughs) awesome So, yeah. so, so I guess now present day, um, what, it, what is it that you do? Uh, well, like work-wise? Yes. Or just oh. um, work-wise and also, I guess, what is it that you, you enjoy doing hobby-wise? Uh, well, work-wise, I, um, I, I'm a legal transcriptionist, so I type uh, like court hearings and trials and things. Oh, okay. Um, are, are you the person off to the side writing down everything that's <laughs> no no actually i'm um i'm entirely home-based so you know i have um it's it's i have somebody that sends me the work um and then uh, you know i type them up and you know it's um it's pretty great i've done that probably about 10 years now i think Mm -hmm. um and it's 
that's kind of the best job ever. <laughs> so uh, it could be a little negative because, um, you know, there's never been a positive court hearing, I don't think. <laughs> right, right. So um, you probably but, just get the juicy stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some juicy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, but uh, outside of that, um, pretty much I like to write um, and read. I do the studying. Um, mm-hmm. I have four dogs that are rambunctious and, <laughs> you know, they uh, they get into some things. So they take up a lot of time, yeah. but um, they're great. They're they're my babies. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. My, we like to travel, um, nice. gamble, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, there hasn't been much of that for obvious reasons, but we're, you know, we're hopeful that this year might maybe be a little different, you know, um, that would be nice. So, you know, we'll see, you know, what's what's one of your, uh, your favorite vacation spots or one of the, um, one of your fondest memories from a, uh, a place you visited. It's so funny you asked that because we were just talking about this like two nights ago. Mm -hmm. Um, the first vacation we ever took, and it was the first vacation I ever had in, yeah. in, in my life, like as an adult, um, was Chincoteague Island in Virginia. Okay. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I learned how to crab. I've never crabbed before. Um, we fished. Mm-hmm. I went to the ocean. You know, it was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. We did boat tour and, you know, um, it was kind of a whole new world for me because I really never, I'd hardly been out of New Jersey. So, mm. You know, and now we live in Arkansas. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so but you got out there on, on the water and had some oh, new experiences. Yeah. 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 We um we took a fishing tour, which we didn't catch anything, but, you know, it was nice. Um, and then we did a, a sunset cruise, which was, you know, all that romantic stuff, you know, <laughs> Um yeah, it was it was great. It was a bad first day because um, we got a flat tire like two blocks from the house when we were leaving. That wasn't that wasn't good. And then I sliced my toe open on a shell when we got there. <laughs> but once all that was in the past, you know, yeah. then it then it was good from there. You know, nice. but we we actually have a history of. Um, the first day is never good on vacations. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's it's just never good. <laughs> Something always goes wrong. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that was great though. You know, but now we mostly go to Tunica because it's about an hour and a half. They got casinos and mm. you know. You said so. it's called Tunica. Yeah, Tunica, uh, Mississippi. Okay. And um, yeah, it's, it's like their, I guess their gambling town. You know, they have they have quite a few casinos. Uh, we <laughs> only really go to one, but they, they have quite a few. Gotcha. So, you know, that's yeah. that's a really great place. Nice. It's not Atlantic City, but, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> it's a good it, place. Is Atlantic City, is that near Virginia or it's, it's on the East Coast, right? It is. It's in New Jersey. Um I'm not good at geography. I don't know if okay. it's actually close to Virginia, but I gotcha. know it's like but, right at the bottom it's, of okay. New Jersey. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it, I've just heard of it in, in the past and I was, I'm always kind of wondering the same thing. I'm like, is it like, where is that? I'm like, it's, it's over there somewhere. But like, unless you look at a map and you're like, oh, that's not as far as I thought it was or it's, it yeah. might be close by. Yeah, it's um, I, I can't remember. I think it's Camden County or no, Atlanta County. Duh. Yeah, okay. I think Atlanta County. OK, gotcha. I don't know. And Somebody it, will correct me because I think I'm wrong. <laughs> but, but I guess is it is that anything like um, like Vegas? And I, I know the, the big thing with Vegas and I don't know if it's supposed to be like the same attraction with 
um, a lot of gambling places, but like the 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 presentation, if you will, of how they they the show bright lights it, and the yeah. yeah, Atlantic City is. Um, I mean, I've never been to Vegas, but I would say Atlantic City is maybe a scaled back version from what I only because it's. I don't think it's that big, um, but I mean, you're you're coming across that bridge and you're seeing those lights and those. You know, it's gotcha. it's pretty exciting. Um, when yeah. you go to when you go to Tunica. Um, there's none of that because we live in the South now and it's, it's kind of just, here we are, you know, this Mm -hmm. building. Um, yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot of excitement or, I mean, there is once you go in, but on the outside, it's. It's not too exciting, you know. Gotcha. Um, I, I guess. What are some of your uh, your go to games? Oh, I'm definitely the slots. Um, slots. Always the slots. I can't. My husband's roulette. He tries to get me into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I'll play it, you know. But um, we kind of have a thing. Like we we get there, we have dinner, and we go our separate ways. You know, gotcha. I I don't want him at the slots. He doesn't want me at the table. We <laughs> we're we're bad luck for each other, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be winning, and then he'll walk over and I lose it all, you know, <laughs> so, gotcha. you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much wheel of fortune slots to be, to be exact. Cause right. I always, I sat down at one of them in AC to wait for my husband to get out of the bathroom and I put 10 bucks in and I won a grand. So, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of been my go-to now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I won't keep you too much longer, but I really appreciate this call and just also the conversation to be able to, to chat with you get to know you as a person and um hopefully um we can do it again yeah yeah it's been really nice meeting you and talking to you you know yeah. and um yeah i've never um i'm gonna check out your your podcast i uh you know i'm sorry i i don't i never heard of it i um no it's fine I, I i've never actually listened to podcasts to be honest but people have been telling me like you know listen to this person listen to this person you know right well i mean so there's so many out there and I guess it's like just a, a variety and um, like every single one's different. I mean, of course, you have like different genres and things like that, but it's um, it's it's been fun. And I just put out an episode yesterday um, with somebody else that I met similar to you, like through another group that I'm a part of. And um, there, the group, it's it's similar, I guess, to what the Pander group may be, because I mm-hmm. haven't gotten involved just yet. I just jumped in and introduced myself. And that group, it, focus, it focuses on, on people setting goals and having other people hold them accountable to it. So... Um, oh, okay. She'd posted something in the group that got my attention. And I think I, I maybe commented on it. And I was like, hey, do you have a, a minute to chat? And we talked about how she got into insurance and how she started from like working in her kitchen to having two offices and what it is that kind of motivates her behind that. And the thing that we ended on was that gratitude is everything because like no matter what you do, it's like if what happened to her would have never happened, I might have never had that conversation with her. So yeah, everything's got to be put into perspective. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude is definitely a game changer. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really, really, really appreciate it. You know, I here I was thinking I'm not interesting at all, but, you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, you you surprise yourself, and that and that's why that's the whole reason why I started this because it's like from the people that I've worked with to the people that I either went to school with, people that I'm I'm meeting. Um, everybody has an interesting story, and it's it's like a lot of our stories kind of overlap. And yeah. I think I was just telling my mom yesterday that if you even in like hearing the stories about like the millionaires or the people that are like on a screen or whatnot, we hear about like the highlights you hear about how great it is but sometimes it's like a lot of people don't get into the details or they don't actually have a conversation with you to where you can actually listen in and kind of hear it's like oh, okay like that person's just like me they're going through stuff just like me like if they did that I can do that too or um yeah my situation's not so bad because other people have have dealt with it and I, I think that's just that's something great that people need and I kind of feel bad for for having the gaps in last year but i think is it was um everything comes in its time and yeah important things that we're back now yeah oh absolutely yeah well i think i think you'll do great this year stay Thank positive you. 